Thank you for joining us here at His Heartline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or less with him. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are in the world. I am Jason, your co-host. And welcome to His Hard Line for another episode of 1% or Less with Him. And today we are going to be reading out of the book of Jeremiah, chapter 30, verses 1 through 24. We're going to be talking about the restoration. But first, it is Monday, June 20th, 2022. So happy Monday. Hope everybody's having a good start to the week. And uh, I tell you, I got to say, it's been a bit unusually quiet out there and by that i mean it seems like for a monday typically uh i don't know it just seems like it's just unusually quiet i don't know if it's just me or what but i digress so anyways just a quick show note don't forget to share this podcast far and wide um if you start a podbean account it is free share it if you can, via text, social media, email, and also if you can't do that or don't want to do that because it's just too many clicks for you to do or taps on your phone, just tell someone on the website. Say, hey, just go to www.hishardline.com and hit the pod ba- uh, podcast link, and it'll pull up a player, a media player. It'll show you the most recent um, episode. And it goes from newest to oldest in descending order. And you don't need to have a Podbean account. But I do encourage all of you, start a Podbean account. Give me a follow. And I, you know, and, and to speak on that real quick, just for about a few seconds, I do want to say, again, thank you for all of you out there who started a Podbean account, account for the sake of uh, following this channel. I really do appreciate it. And I know more than anything, God and Jesus Christ appreciate it as well, because I always say I'm just a co-host here. God and Jesus Christ, they're the host. And they're the ones that are at the wheel, always behind the wheel and, you know, on this ship. And uh, they steer us through this crazy storm that we're going through. So I know they really appreciate you following them because this is more about Christ and God than it is about me. Um, I'm just, like I said, I'm just the button guy. I'm the technical guy. I'm the, you know, the voice behind the mic here, if you will. But, uh, I'm, I'm second. They are first. So, excuse me. So I do want to say thank you so very much. I've been noticing, uh, the channel has been getting more people following it. I really appreciate that. I've also been noticing the download levels have been going up as well. Um, I'm up, up. Uh, I believe, according to my analytics, uh, up 42% this week um, from a month ago in downloads, which is really awesome. I know I said I was going to wait till I hit 10,000 downloads to say something, but, you know, I've already surpassed 7,000, in fact, 7,100. And I I can't thank you guys enough. Please keep sharing this because here's the thing. This podcast, I mark my words, I'll be doing this till I die. But this podcast will be serving as a centralized spot without having any type of, you know, well, I'm not going to speak too soon on this because I I don't know what God really has planned here because, you know, at the end of the day, I don't want to speak something that might end up not being true down the road. But here's the thing. I do see this channel having great, um, a great future. 
And it's going to be a centralized spot to where particularly for people that are in the assembly, people can come here and get, you know, their daily dose of God in Christ, 15 minutes a day. You know, we spend a little bit of time in the scriptures and a little bit of prayer uh, and the 1% or less with him. And again, this is for anybody, but I'm, I'm going to dedicate this channel typically for people who want to return back to self-governance and be part of a solution of getting back their nation and becoming a part of the solution and not one who rides on coattails, because that's where we got as a nation. That's where we got into the problems that we have and that we're seeing today. Too many people relied on other people, um, other people with much more money and uh, a different agenda than, say, the common good of the general public. And, you know, we blindly trusted and followed so many of these politicians and these bureaucrats, and they've let us down a very dark and dark, dreary, dreadful road. And they did not have our best interest at heart. So this channel is going to be for patriots, men and women who want to be part of a solution. They want to, you know, followers of God and Christ, lovers of God and Christ and lovers of this nation and freedom. Because this is going to be the channel that we're going to be getting all the information. You're going to be getting all the information that you absolutely need to be part of the solution in returning back to self-governance. So anyway, all right, let's get rocking and rolling like a holy roller. All right. And yeah, that was a dad joke. Bear with me, okay? It's Father's Day week-ish. All right, let me have that one. All right, we're going to start with, uh, again... Jeremiah chapter 30, verse 1. The word came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, write down on a scroll all your words I have spoken to you. For indeed the days are coming, oracle of the Lord, when I will restore fortunes. I will restore fortunes of my people Israel and Judah, Oracle of the Lord, I will bring them back to the land which I gave to their ancestors, and they shall take possession of it. These are the words of the Lord. Excuse me. These are the words the Lord spoke to Israel and Judah. Thus says the Lord, we hear a cry of fear, terror, not peace. Inquire and see, does a male give birth? Why then do I see all these men, their hands on their loins like women in labor? All their faces drained of color. Ah, how muddy, mighty is that day. There is none like it. A time of distress for Jacob, though he shall be saved from it. On that day, Oracle of the Lord of hosts, I will break his yoke off your neck and snap your bonds. Strangers shall no longer enslave them. Instead, they shall serve the Lord their God and David their king, whom I will raise up for them. But you, my servant Jacob, do not fear, oracle of the Lord. Do not be dismayed, Israel, for I will soon deliver you from places far away, your offspring from the land of their exile. Jacob shall again find rest, secure, with none to frighten him. For I am with you, oracle of the Lord, to save you. I will bring to an end all the nations among whom I have scattered you. But you I will not bring to an end. I will chastise you as you deserve. I will not let you go unpunished. 
For thus says the Lord, incurable is your wound, grievous your injury. There is none to plead your case, no remedy for your running sword, no healing for you. All your lovers have forgotten you. They do not seek you out. I struck you as an enemy would strike, punishing you cruelly. Why cry out over your wound? There is no relief for your pain because of your great guilt, your numerous sins. I have done this to you, yet all who devour you shall be devoured. All your enemies shall go into exile. All who plunder you shall become plunder. All who pillage you I will hand over to be pillaged. For I will restore your health. I will heal your injuries. Oracle of the Lord. The outcast they have called you, whom no one looks for. Thus says the Lord, see, I will restore the fortunes of Jacob's tents. On his dwellings I will have compassion. A city shall be rebuilt upon its own ruins, a citadel restored where it should be. From them will come praise, the sound of people rejoicing. I will increase them. They will not decrease. I will glorify them. They will not be insignificant. His children shall be as of old. His assembly shall stand firm in my presence. I will punish all his oppressors. His leader shall be one of his own, and his ruler shall emerge from his ranks. He shall approach me when I summon him. Why else would he dare approach me, Oracle of the Lord? You shall be my people, and I will be your God. Look, the storm of the Lord, his wrath breaks out. In a whirling storm that burst upon the heads of the wicked, the anger of the Lord will not abate until he has carried out completely the decisions of his heart. In days to come, you will fully understand it. And that concludes verses 1 through 24 in chapter 30. All right, kind of a lot to unpack here. I highlighted quite a few areas here that I wanted to go over. Now... Let me look at something here real quick before I get too far, far into this. Okay. I was just looking at some of the notes on the in on the bottom of the page here. Just curious what it said. So first off, I tell you, when I read this this morning, the one thing that stood out right off the gate and I was like, whoa, and I, I know I've read this before and I don't know how I've missed it. But what I found very interesting where it says. In, in uh, this is uh, where we at verse six, <clears throat> this one tripped me up because the fact that it was in the Bible, I was like, whoa. But in verse six, where it says inquire and see. Does a male give birth? Why then do I see all these men, their hands on their loins, all their faces drained of color? Ah, how mighty is that day. There is none like it. A time of distress for Jacob, though he shall be saved from it. That's a pretty powerful, uh, that's a pretty powerful vision. If you think about it, because if you remember, because if you get back to the beginning here and verse two, where it says, thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, write down on a scroll, all the words I've spoken to you for indeed the days are coming 
oracle of the Lord, when I will restore fortunes of my people. We are coming upon a time, hardliners, we are coming upon a time where everything that has been pilfered and plundered from us, actively even right now and, 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 and also in years past, Everything that has ever been taken and stolen from us through taxation and otherwise. It will be returned to us. And believe you me, you may not see how, you may not understand how, you may not see why that may be. But we are coming upon a time where we will have our fortunes restored back to us. We are in these times. Think about it. Like I said, let's go back to verse 6 where it says, Inquire and see, does a male give birth? When then do I, so then why then do I see all these men, their hands on their loins, like women in labor, all their faces drained of color? I mean, it wasn't that long ago, ladies and gentlemen, how the Apple iPhone, Apple decided to put a, a, a male emoji with a pregnant belly. What the heck is that? That ain't right. Does a male give birth? Why then do I see all these men, their hands on their loins, like a, like women in labor? Like women in labor. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's because our society and culture and all these gender-flipping freaks out here that want to, you know, and listen, I, I'm sorry for some of my, you know, slightly colorful language, but, you know, I, I, I'm not going to hold back on this because this is, <laughs> listen, this is an abomination to the, to the Lord, okay? God's not happy about this. You think God is happy about seeing men turning into women, snipping off what God gave him at birth, perfectly created in his image, only to get it cut off and mutilated and basically chemically castrated and thrown off your chemical you know, the, your hormones and everything else that comes chemically as a biological male and trying to switch to a female only to try to somehow get pregnant. I don't know how that works. Somebody needs to explain that one to me. I mean, I'm pretty certain I know how a female gets pregnant with a male, but uh, a male to a, a gender flip male slash female, I don't know. I would like to see how the heck that works call me ignorant and, and bigoted, but you know what? Quite frankly, don't care. It's not right. And I'm going to call that out. Let's continue on. Verse 8, where it says, I will break his yoke off your neck and snap your bonds. Strangers shall no longer enslave them. Instead, they shall serve the Lord their God and David their king, whom I will raise up for them. But you, my servant Jacob, do not fear. Do not be dismayed, Israel. We will no longer be slaves to these strangers that we know as the elite. These wealthy billion and trillionaires out there that pretty much run the world. We will get our freedom back, ladies and gentlemen. Where it says, for I will soon deliver you from places far away and your offspring from the land of their exile. 
And then it continues to say there in verse 11, in the middle of it, I will bring to an end all the nations among whom I have scattered you, but you I will not bring to an end. I will chastise you as you deserve. I will not let you go unpunished. What do you think that could mean? Here's what I think it could mean. I think that he's not going to allow us to go on our little merry way without accepting accountability and taking ownership for our actions. We have to have some sort of punishment for our transgressions and our sinning, our intentional sinning. He said, I will bring to an end all the nations among whom I have scattered you, but I will not bring in, bring, but you I will not bring to an end. So what, what, what God's saying there is I'm not going to destroy you and I'm not going to, you know, bring in, you know, your life's not going to come to a demise here. However, I will chastise you as you deserve. You will not go unpunished. you will basically answer for all of your sins. But then when you continue on a little bit further down, verse 17, for I will restore your health, I will hear, heal your injuries, oracle of the Lord. The outcast they have called you whom no one looks for. Thus says the Lord, see, I will restore the fortunes of Jacob's tents. On his dwellings I will have compassion. A city shall be rebuilt upon its own ruins, a citadel restored where it should be. And we are going to see ruin of this nation, folks. But it will be rebuilt. It will be rebuilt on top of the ruin. Not only will it be rebuilt, but he will increase us, not decrease us. He will you know, as we glorify him, we will not be significant. Verse 20, where it says, His children shall be as of old. His assembly shall stand firm in my presence. I will punish all his oppressors. His children shall be as of old. His assembly shall stand firm in my presence. I will punish all his oppressors. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm sorry. I mean, I know they weren't talking about the Michigan General Journal Assembly or the National Assembly, but you know what? Here's the thing. No matter what, the assembly as a whole, yeah, it will stand firm in God's presence. And anybody who comes against it, the, the oppressors, guess what? God will punish them. <clears throat> AVR, you will be punished. Verse 22, I love this. Verse 22 through 24, you shall be my people and I will be your God. Look, the storm of the Lord, his wrath breaks out in a whirling storm that burst upon the heads of the wicked. We've all heard about that storm, ladies and gentlemen. I think what was being referenced was the storm of the Lord. Verse 24, the anger of the Lord will not abate until he has carried out completely 
the decisions of his heart. In days to come, you will fully understand it. I really do believe, folks, that we are in these days. And if you have the eyes to see and the ears to hear, it really shouldn't take too much to really, really see just where we're at today versus what we just read right here. We are in these days that was spoken in chapter 30 here. Again, does a male give birth? Why then do all these men, their hands on their loins like women in labor? We are living in these days. I know it seems stressful. I know it seems chaotic. There's a lot going on out there in the world, even when you don't have the news on, right? Even when you try to quiet the noise from the TV, when you quiet the noise from the radio, when you quiet the noise from your phone. Even when you try to quiet all of that from your pocketbooks, from the stresses at work, from what they might be teaching your kids at school, which by the way, if your kids are in public school, pull them out. Listen, I know it's tough. I know this is not really the time you really want to think about bringing your children home and homeschooling them. But I'm telling you right now, no amount of money is worth having these sickos in these public schools groom your children and have drag queens come in creepy men dressed in dresses and makeup to groom your kids further and to push an agenda to let them know hey it's okay it's okay little johnny if you want to be a little girl or little susie if you want to be a little boy it's okay it's normal let me give you this book called it's perfectly normal that shows depictions of of little boys and grown men in bed with each other that's not how this works all of this is an inversion of god's design it's called satan's inversion and he bastardizes everything that god developed and designed and implemented satan and his little minions are out in full force make no mistake and I'm going to sit here right here on this mic and I'm going to rebuke Satan to the foot of the cross at the feet of Jesus Christ. And he and his little bastard little minions will be damned back down to hell. We will throat stomp them. Yes, I know this is a Bible podcast, but this is how we have to speak. This is how we have to handle Satan and his little demon little minions. We have authority over them so long we have Christ in our heart. We squash them down. We throat stomp them down and say, no more. You get out of our lives. You get out of my children's lives. You get out of my marriage. You get out of my home. Don't you know this is a house of the Lord? This is God's home. He rules here, not you. You go back to your little fiery pit of hell. 
And that's the bottom line, as they say. Anyway, I know we're past 15 minutes. We're coming up on 25, but I really should think about changing this show to 1% or, or more with him because it always ends up being more than, than less, which is not a, necessarily a bad thing. But anyway, let's pray. All right. Whew, that was a heck of a heck of a reading there. But anyway, Heavenly Father, we thank you so very much for these days. Yes, they are crazy, and we know uh, many. <laughs> we know many of your children have been disappointing you with all the crazy chaos that's going out there. I get it. You know, people trying to gender flip themselves, trying to be boys and girls be boys and boys be girls and I don't know what's going on out there but Lord all I'm asking is that you help bring you help bring sense to these people I hope more people come to you and they accept Christ in their heart because at the end of the day that's what's going to be needed here we pray for you know all the people in this nation the people around the world but you know Satan he's he's trying to get blatant and right in our faces here with his little agenda and we can't allow this to happen so you know Heavenly Father we just pray that uh, you just you know, let your let your hand work mightily as it usually does, because um, we need it. We definitely need it. And, um, you know, just give us our instructions as the people who do follow you obediently. And I just pray for anybody that listens to this that might be struggling with money or, you know, um, their work. You know, maybe they're getting short on cutting hours or I don't know what 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 struggles other people may be having. But whatever struggles they have, be with them, walk with them in this storm, uh, walk with them during these crazy chaotic wanders that they're going through and bring them to a safe harbor. So we pray all this in your holy son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. So, all right, ladies and gentlemen, well, that concludes the 1% or less. Like I said, I might have to change the title of this to 1% or more with him because it always ends up going beyond 15 minutes. Very rarely does it, you know, fall below short, you know, 15 minutes. But, hey, you know what? The more time you spend with Christ and the reading and, you know, praying to God, you know, the better off you're going to do. You spend at least 15 minutes minimum with him on a daily basis. You do this daily consistently or at least most days. You'd be very, very shocked and pleased, by the way with the transformation that will take place. I'm a speaking, living testimony of that because if you only knew me a few years back, I was a terrible husband. I was a very uh, intentional sinner to say the least. I mean, that's putting it lightly. Um, you know, like I said, uh, it just was not the best of people out there. I was not the best of men out there, but you know what? The more I got invited, you know, invited Christ in my heart, well, the more of the transformation happened. So, but like I said, there's still a lot of work he's got to do. So he wasn't just a one and done overnight. So it's a it's a big restoration project yet that the Lord's got on my heart. So, all right, we're going to be back here in just a few minutes for a, uh, a His Hardline quick look. And until then or the next time, we will see you uh, later, hopefully in a few minutes. Otherwise, we'll be back tomorrow morning for another 1% or less with him and a His Hardline discussion in the morning because I'm off of work tomorrow because we got my wife's grand uh, my wife's grandmother's funeral. So I'll be off of work. So I'll be doing the His Hardline discussion tomorrow morning. So, all right. I hope you all have a wonderful day. God bless. say thank you again for joining us here at His Heart Line. You just listened to 1% or less with him. Don't forget you can find us at www.hisheartline.com. We look
forward to seeing you next time. Have a blessed day.